Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Now, let me tell you that uh, this is not old age. It's the altitude. I live at 7,500 feet, so I forget things, okay? So be you do? respectful, Lou. Yes, I do. So, so for, <laughs> what I was trying yeah, to express- Yeah, I, I thought so. I thought so. What I was trying to express last time uh, we were together was that uh, Nieves, uh, uh, her, her statement was, Opa, you don't understand the struggle. Now, she's six years old at this time, and I'm thinking, what struggle? You don't have a struggle. You don't, you don't know what a struggle is. <laughs> I'm giving you everything. Uh, yeah. Your you parents know. give you everything. What yeah, do you mean struggle? I give you more than you even know what you have. <laughs> but, uh, but, but again, uh, reverting, uh, referring back to what we were talking about last time, Lugo, we, we can't forget that each individual does have a different struggle. Like you were alluding to, we always say, been there, done that, I got the T-shirt. No, we haven't. It's different. I mean, moment by moment. I remember going back to several places that I was assigned, going uh, expecting to go back to those places that I was at and seeing the same thing. For, for instance, Keesler Air Force Base. Uh, when when we were there, we went through Hurricane Elena, which took a, a little bit of the base away. But uh, the big hurricane that came through took all the housing away. Now that we, we didn't anticipate that, Obviously, mm -hmm. we, we anticipated that a, a hurricane was coming, but we didn't anticipate what it was going to do, like take out all of base housing. So uh, I think we were talking about futures. Uh, like you say, there are several of them, and then depending on what you do is going to affect the end result. Yeah, you mentioned the, uh, the environment. You mentioned in our last episode uh, something among the lines of, uh, our, our, our kids, right? We, we give them everything they need. Uh, you also talked about the, uh, the moral compass, right? You talked about this, this compass that the people need. And, and that's all part of leading, right? Oneself, right? The first, the first person you lead is oneself. But you, but you see what, what happens too is you put that person that you have given them, you know, values, integrity, service, excellence, honesty, you know what, you name it. And so this person has some moral values and you put them in a system and, you know, that person is influenced by all kinds of things. You mentioned people could go different ways, right? Why are they, 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 some of them have more access than others, right? The issues that we are dealing now in our society in regards to equity and, and inclusion, you know, is one of them. So, so the restricting access allows people or giving them more access allows them the opportunity to do more things than others. And so, so based on, on, on all of these things that are affecting a person, then the person has, as the person goes along, right, has the opportunity to make choices. I can become that or I can become that or based on the things that I have, all these uh, you know, legislation that allows me to, you know, now, you know, pay for my uh, school or, or, or my parents can do this or, 
or you know this uh, I have this opportunity my friends you know the circle of influence allows me the opportunity to make choices and based on these choices and my ability to see what I can become then I you know as a man thinketh right so he is uh, and, and you know back to James Allen's book right as a man thinketh and so I think I can achieve all of these things because I have all these resources and and so on. And in some cases, I may not have those things, but I still have the power of choice. So then I have to figure out how I can back to the foresight issue. How can I bend the future towards the my preferred place to be? And that is an exercise on yeah. you know choices. Everybody has that power. And that's, uh, if you remember, Albert Bandura wrote a lot about self-efficacy, getting to the point where I can say, I, I can do it. Now, whether I will do it, that's maybe a little bit different, where I think that's where the leader comes in. Uh, let me tell you a, a story that I don't think I've shared with you. I, I, I was uh, honored and blessed to go down to Lackland Air Force Base, the, what do they call it, the, where everybody starts, the, the entrance to the Air Force. Uh, where we mm -hmm. start creating the gateway? the gateway. That's what we called it, the great gateway. Uh, if you remember, our brother, Lou Lewis, uh, Chief Master Sergeant, mm -hmm. retired, was the command chief down there, and he invited me to speak. And uh, after the, the event, we went over to, uh, I, I don't know whether they call it the processing building or whatever, where they brought in the, the civilians to get them started into their basic training. training. And um, interestingly, you know, the it was a new building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Yes, right. Uh, it was late at night, I'm going to say around uh, 2300, 11, 11 p.m. for civilians. And as we walked in, there were a bunch of young folks with big eyes, you know, wondering what the hell did I just Everybody's get Everybody's scared. Into? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what are they going to do to me? Yes. And there was a little tech sergeant, a female. She, was, she couldn't be more than four and a half feet. You know, whatever the minimum is, that's what she <laughs> barely made while tiptoeing. A little mm -hmm. tech sergeant, and, uh, but pretty powerful. You know, they, the, everybody did what she said, but she was the only military person there. As the, this group of people came off the bus, there are these two huge, huge men, scary looking. Even Lou and I looked at each other like, we got each other's back, man. We're running. Because if anything starts <laughs> up, these guys will kill us. Uh, we, we saw the tech sergeant move over to the phone, and she made a phone call. And within minutes, uh, three or four security forces people showed up, big guys, uh, with full battle rattle. They were they were ready to, you know, in case something started, they were going to take care of it. So she, she had a backup. But we got to talking to these young men, and... Uh, they seemed okay. They were nice young men. Uh, they were. They had just left the Bronx. The reason they had joined the Air Force was because they were involved with gangs, and they didn't mm -hmm. want that kind of life. They wanted the, a way out, and the Air Force was a way out. Yeah, and there was a was, sense in them that they could be better. The, their futures. They could they had, do better. Yes, there was. Yes. A, you know, they had a vision. Somebody, maybe a recruiter, will give recruiters some some props here. Someone said, "Hey, if you join the Air Force, they'll take care of you. They'll help you become you, and all that kind of stuff." And that's uh, that's what they were looking for. That's what they and, and they envisioned something. They didn't know what that meant or what it looked like, but it was better than what where they were. Uh, so anyway, all worked. Everything worked out. They better than the status quo. Indeed, exactly, exactly. I uh, called Lou back uh, a few weeks later to, to just to say hello and to thank him and all. And I asked him, what happened to those guys? He says, Chief, those guys are stellar airmen. 
Mm-hmm. They, we, yes. we, we did exactly what you said. We offered them the opportunities. We gave them the resources. We're giving them the training. They are stellar airmen. They wanted to get out of a terrible situation. They found this future that we call the Air Force, and they're doing great. So mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, you know, and that, they, I, I guess maybe they could have gone online and saw, seen the, the brochures, you know, hey, here's the Air Force. We'll give you a limousine to uh, BMT and all that. We'll, we'll dress you and we'll clothe you and all that kind of stuff. But nonetheless, something, someone was a catalyst that helped them see that future of them getting out of the Bronx to a place that they never had seen before, which I, I, I don't know who those guys are. I don't think Lou remembers anymore either, but it would be great to see where they're at right now because uh, that was a huge effect on them. And, and I th- I'm sure, Lugo, that that happens in not the same way, but in similar ways constantly. It's happening right now as we're speaking. Right. Well, that's because we're, again, we are not as much as we want to talk and think we are individuals, we're not. Right, we need the people around us. We we we're better when we're together. Uh, we we're better when we. And so you heard this thing about uh, you are the average of the five people that hang out with you. I mean, it, they did this study many years ago, and they even went to the lengths of uh, looking at salaries and all that stuff. And and she and they discover how people around you, right? Even your average your salary is probably about what you what you have a salary. Not that that uh, you should discriminate as to what are the people that you have, but you, you need to have people that will nurture you. Right. And I think that uh, that is very important, especially at a, in, in a society where we're living right now that we see so many people were trying to figure out, hey, can I do this? Imagine you know, if they have the right nurturing around them to tell them, yes, you can. You know, it's just that back to that point that you're talking about, that self-agency, uh, the opportunity that I can uh, but that has to be discovered. Either has to be discovered by their own person's uh, uh, experience, or somebody's guiding this person. Regardless, you always have to be self-discovered. You know, somebody. I'm pretty sure you, how many times you have somebody tell you, "Oh, come on, you can do more push-ups," and I'm like, actually, I can't. I'm in pain. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me after two every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> every so, other day. <laughs> so uh, it has to be self-discovery. Saying, you know what, I can't. The experience yeah, but, tells us this. Thing. Sure, but 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 the inspirational part, you you know that that because you did it as a military training instructor, sometimes people don't know how far they can go. You know, I saw that a lot when I taught, taught at the Air Force Academy. Uh, those youngsters got off the, the bus and didn't know what they could do. So part of my, uh, you know, they didn't pay me for this, but I did it anyway. I, I tried to inspire them to believe in themselves. You know, they didn't believe in themselves. Like, you, you know, you remember the first day of basic training. You don't know what the heck you're doing. You don't know anything. And the idea in our, uh, well, I guess it's the same thing at the Air Force Academy. Uh, we, we're going to tear you down so that we can build you up, which I think is a bunch of crap. Yeah, it's but a terrible idea. It, it is. But that's the way it is. And, you know, you mm-hmm. live with, with it. So here's, a, like, again, at the, at the Academy, these youngsters are, by, by definition, the best of the best. Their, you know, GPAs, everything that they've done, it's the best of the best. And then we yell at them. Well, how stupid is that? So they always needed, and I'll say it was me because I did it, someone to lift them up. You can mm-hmm. do it. You can do it. Now, mm-hmm. again, whether you will, that's your part. I can't force you, but at least I can encourage you 
because you are a great person. And and I think we all need it, you know. Uh, you, I saw you as a chief the day I met you. Now, I didn't tell you that because I didn't want you to get a big head like you have now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it is. But that's, that's why I get my, my hair cut kind yeah, of short still. I'm glad you, you do. Know, just to make Chief, sure I Chief keep John myself Sterl. in check. <laughs> Chief, <laughs> Chief Master Sergeant John Sterl was my first uh, chief that took care of me. And he told me that he saw me as a chief when I was a tech sergeant. You know, that's vision, at least the way I see it. Foresight, yeah. possibly, probably, and I think they're intermixed. You know, we can use each, uh, terms almost. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, I think, it, I think it is. You know, I think it is foresight because uh, he saw you there. You, uh, but well, then, here's, a, then here's you how you saw used it, different though. areas, you know, you here's saw different we, futures. Indeed, indeed. He, and here's a discussion that we had. He's uh, he brought brought me into this his office, which was a little dinky office, and he tells me, Bob, I'm going to send you to the NCO Academy. Uh, I'm sorry, Chief, uh, mm. I'm going to send you to the NCO Academy. No, sir, I'm not going. <laughs> yes, you yeah. are. No, I'm not. And I had all kinds of reasons. I didn't have to because I was going to get promoted anyway. Uh, I, I went, but he saw yeah. me as with the potential of becoming my very best self. And I needed, again, those resources, and this, in this case was education and training. And I'm so glad because uh, that changed my life. Uh, yeah. The Chief Moriarty, who was a master sergeant at the time, and I had a little discussion, uh, George Moriarty, he's, he's a good friend of mine uh, on Facebook, and he, in about a five-minute conversation, did exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. He inspired me to find that self-efficacy that I can do it, but I got to do it differently. I got to do it better. So yeah, th this is uh, foresight, vision, uh, futures, uh, leading, leadership, leaders, all of this is uh, and not and or. having a dream or not having one, right, is also part of this. And yes. you mentioned you had a dream. You know, Martin Luther King says, oh, I have a dream, right? What happens if you don't have one? Hmm. You know, well, and that's, I, I think what happens is that you default to someone else's. Oh, yeah, it could happen. But you see, like you mentioned, uh, you said you, you saw me as a chief. That was one future. right? But I saw myself doing other things, too. I saw myself, you know, working. And I would slap you, you every know, once in a while cyber. when you did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing, I mean, there was different kinds of things that I could do, right? And so that was, you know, but then you say, you, I have a dream. Or what happens if you don't have one? Wait, wait a and, minute, wait a minute. Let me go back to th different things that you could do. Yeah. That's what you just said. Dif different. I got tape. I can go back. Different things that <laughs> yeah. you could do. Delete, but delete. Do <laughs> doing is not necessarily being. Well, no, no, no. Mm. It's and. Doing is important, sure? but being, I think, is critical. You, I wanted you to be a chief. All of the things that uh, a chief mm -hmm. does and a, a chief is doing those things wherever. And, and I've, you, you've had this conversation yeah. with others i have many times in whatever it is whatever uh, uh, profession we we decided to, to take up you're going to do a lot of things you may ch shift to doing a lot of the different things but the foundation is always being and being a character and leadership instructor that i was for about 16 to 17 years uh, that's where my perspective comes that foundation going back to that foundation the things that you are will eventually affect what you do yeah, wow, that's profound. Did I record? I recorded that. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> make sure you, yeah, you give it a highlight. I'm not sure how you can do this over yeah. podcast. You can highlight it. We'll make it but real you know, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can. Get the other thing too on that, regardless, is 
you know, being, right? Or doing, but a lot of doing ends up into the being, right? You know, the, the actual piece of excellence, right? If you want to be Socrates, Aristotle, you know, big, big uh, Greek uh, thinking here, ancient Greeks, they talked about, you know, the, so we are what, you know, the, the habits of, well, we continue the kind of things that we do, yeah. but yeah. you know, does that define you? Well, I guess, I guess not because you can, you can change, right. You can become something else. You can change your but, habits, but, but change who, who is defining you? Is it right myself? I'm defining me. And, and, and it's, it, then it's a, the answer would be different. Or is it others that are defining me? The answer is choice, right? The answer is choice well, in here. It's on both sides. But on both sides. I decide times, you define or somebody else does. Yes. But how do we, how do we measure now, let's say as, as, as a corporate leader, how do we measure whether a person is a good worker, a good employee or, or not? Mm -hmm. it's, it's external, right? That person right. may be doing their very, very best self. Goes back to self-efficacy, yes. And we're seeing them as a failure because they're not us. Lugo, mm, you know that happens, yeah. man. I want to hire all Latinos because I'm Latino. I want to mm -hmm. hire all black people because I'm black. I want to mm -hmm. uh, men. I want to hire all men because I'm a male. So, and, and I think things have changed. It used to be yeah. worse, and, and that's changing. great. And that's in the futures when we talk about futures. Uh, I think that's good. I think. I'm not sure that that's good. I think it is because as you know, as women move, whether they, they break the, the glass ceiling, mm -hmm. you know, and break into areas that men have always uh, has been, have been traditionally in charge of, now they're going to deal with the heartburn, the, the anxieties, the stuff that right. doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, I don't know that it was intentionally men that did it, but nonetheless, they've been doing it. Now women, you're going to have to deal with that, which is okay. Be mm -hmm. prepared. And, and one of the things that I, I've, I've uh, learned, I think, from uh, studying a little bit of foresight that I've, I've, you've made me study, is uh, that that's good. I'm about... glad I can I can contribute. <laughs> now it's your turn, right? <laughs> your turn to be the master, and I'm the always, grasshopper. Always learning, right? Both yeah, of us. Indeed, but it's about preparedness, right? Mm -hmm. Being prepared. This future or futures that we anticipate. But you got to be be prepared uh, for all of them, or as many right. as you can of them, so that you can succeed more than if you're not. You can't right. just go by the, the the seat of your pants. You, you 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 this might happen. I should do. I should be able to do this. This might happen. I should be able to do this. And, and again, I think uh, especially internally, you have to have the foundation. I will. I said mm. I will. Uh, you're paying me to. I will, and I do. So you know. Whether that actually happens or not, you know, who knows? A lot of uh, uh, factors go into that. So we got about two minutes. Go ahead and finish out uh, this episode, and then we'll be back next time and talk more about futures and uh, and what else? Foresight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> futures, yeah. Uh, leaders, and futures. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I I love this conversation, and I, I also love that that we have uh, different views on this. And for those who are listening. Uh, that's uh, I know Chief Bass has talked about that before, but you're going to hear different kinds of opinions, uh, views, and and based on our experience, and and so that's what we wanted this podcast to be, uh, and I hope that you have enjoyed this particular uh, conversation. Obviously, we have been introducing a lot of these concepts in here, and we're going to dive deeper in the next episodes. 
I look forward to it. I do too. Nos vemos, hermano. We'll see you next time. Okay, hasta luego. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and helped you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great. <laughs>